Hi, this is Brendan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Adam Balderstone for another episode of Bedrock and Balderstone. And we're going to be talking about Farscape Season 2, Episodes 7 and 8. That's Home on the Remains and Dream a Little Dream. Uh, Adam, do you want to just usher in the first episode and we can start talking about it? Yeah, I mean, the first episode, the setup for this one is that there's a... uh a basically this giant space monster that were with a mining colony on it which are the uh crew of moya ends up because they are starving and Gianna has led them to believe they'll be able to get food there and uh then it kind of goes into a noirish kind of plot on uh on board the creature so what'd you think of this one this was a weird episode. I did, it, it was strange in a lot of ways. I don't know what made it weird, though, but it just seemed very odd to me. I think because the the, the character of the planet they were on was... I, I was kind of having trouble positioning it in the spectrum of science fiction locations. Do you know what I mean? But it's, it was like a mining planet, but it was supposedly something... Like, it was very important to Chiana's past and she had she, she had a lot of uh connections there and I, I i i don't know i was i was i was a little bit i i mean i liked so i liked the episode i thought it was fine uh, i some of it felt a little contrived to me like some of the things that were going on some of the uh like the the ticking time bomb with zon and stuff like that that was pressuring yeah, them that kind of came out of nowhere i was too yeah. sudden it yeah. didn't uh it didn't didn't really work that didn't work for me at all i but by the end of the episode enough stuff had happened that was like mm-hmm. okay um dargo and chiana have like a definite development as characters do you know what i mean and yeah and and Zahn, even though that thing came out of nowhere, it was kind of a lot of really cool and interesting information about about her species, right? So there was that, uh, and and I you know what it was? The planet had like a Mad Max three vibe to it. That's what it was. <laughs> that, that's that's what it was that I couldn't put my finger on, and that's what kind of struck me as odd about it. The guy, the I forget the guy's name, but the 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 man that uh, that she had to manipulate. The foreman, the yeah. foreman of the yeah yeah that guy. He just didn't work for me. He wasn't. Mm. He wasn't uh, just. I, I I wasn't impressed with his performance at all. It's just because that character didn't work, which made the episode as a whole much weaker. Yeah, and, and I thought that the the whole arrangement he had with the creature was weird. It didn't really. It didn't. Yeah. It it didn't make a lot of like I accepted it. It was fine, but like when I thought about it, I was like, so he's been doing this for how long? And like, you know, it just kind of it just kind of seems strange to me. Um, and, yeah. Uh, but but aside from that, I you know it was still kind of a exciting episode. Do you know what I mean? There was still stuff going on that was kind of keeping my attention and mm-hmm. was adventurous in various ways. Do you know what I mean? So like, you know, it was kind of like, as silly as it is, like the fight between Crichton and the monster was just entertaining to me. Do you know what I mean? It was kind of like uh, the Rancor pit type of a thing. Um, yeah, 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 you know, definitely. So, so, so I, I didn't mind the episode. It was, you know, I enjoyed it. Uh, I had quibbles is how I would, I would say it. I had quibbles, um, but it wasn't like, you know, 
some of the episodes where I've been, you know, some of the ones that I've really complained about, like it wasn't like that level of complaint. It was just like I had nitpicks and and like you said, like there were weaknesses that it just it wasn't a strong episode, I think is the the way to characterize it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair to say. And uh like if yeah, I, I if I know. Oh, go ahead. What's I don't that? I was going to say if I was watching the series when it aired, I would have been perfectly satisfied with the episode as a viewer, I'm sure back in the you know just thinking back to how i would have been at that time you know if 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 i if i was you know i i'm seeing it now so it's kind of hard to project but i think i would have been fine with it but it would have been a forgetful episode yeah and i mean the idea of having the big creature you're mining was kind of a cool idea but i I don't know that the episode really did enough with it though i mean once once they were kind of there it it wasn't it didn't wasn't any different than if it was just a mining station and they were normal tunnels and they were doing normal minerals and there were normal monsters in the tunnels but uh yeah i don't know i just didn't i didn't feel like that idea was paid off well enough yeah the 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 best part was really exploring more of chiana as a character i thought that was in, yeah. you know, that was useful. That was that was that was kind of nice. Um, and I like some of the stuff Rigel was doing on the planet. Like R- Rigel's kind yeah. of the comic relief of the show. Do you know what I mean? And and sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's funny. And I thought the stuff with him, you know, gambling with that guy was entertaining. I, I just I just found Rigel a, a little bit more charming this episode. Uh, <laughs> so, um, you know, and also, you know, whatever he invokes being a dominar, that's <laughs> that that seems to work. I don't know why it lands really well. So, you know, like yeah. he didn't want to work in the mines and all that stuff. So. You know, and and I like the th- things going on with Dargo. I thought Dargo kind of had some good moments this episode as well. Um, I, I wasn't too fond of that lady that Chiana had a connection to. Who, you know? Yeah, I I honestly forgot she existed in yeah. the episode. So I guess that says something. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I was annoyed by her. I was very annoyed by her personality, um, and I just wanted yeah. her to go away. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it, yeah, it just I, it was it was just disappointing for me. But uh, it's not yeah, it's it's not not entirely terrible though. But uh, oh, and w- one other thing that I thought was good about the episode, they did manage to make Zahn frightening in an interesting way. I thought yeah, that's I thought true. that that was kind of cool. Like that, like you said, it came out of nowhere. But where they went with it, I was I was intrigued that she was so dangerous to the to the ship and to the crew, and that you didn't know what she was going to do because she was in this new state, and it and it could seem like it could go in any direction. So. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like I said I, I I would have been happier with that if there was any kind of lead up to it, but uh, but you know, well, that's what it is. And so, do we want to go on to the next episode, or do we have anything else on Home on the Remains to cover? Uh, I don't have anything more on that. Is there anything you got to say, or no? I mean, I think I mean that's that's, that's a fairly long. straightforward one. So, um, yeah. Now, yeah. Dream a little dream is a lot more complicated. Why don't you usher that one in too, so that we can begin our okay. discussion? Okay, so Zahn and Crichton are uh, stuck on on a uh, you know for the rest of the crew to show up, and Zahn is is basically telling the story of what happened to her and the half of the crew that was her 
with with her during the time they were separated between season one, uh, season one and season two, where they all got split up. And uh, and they get stuck on some planet where almost everybody is a lawyer and she gets framed for a crime and uh, and has to find a way to prove her innocence. So, uh, yeah, I know. What did you think of this one? I, I loved this episode. I really loved it. Really? And now, now, here's the thing. I know that you probably didn't. I know that a lot of people probably didn't like this episode. Uh, I, I suspected that watching it. But I, I loved it for... The following reason: a planet, a society where like ninety percent of the people are lawyers, is is it's a really interesting science fictiony type idea. It's it's more at home in a science fiction universe like Red Dwarf, um, uh-huh. but I thought it worked here, and I, because because they can veer into comedy in uh, in, oh, in Farscape, they can definitely yeah. veer into comedy. And, yeah, and, and so I I thought that was interesting. I. I also liked the exploration of Zahn as a character. I felt like it was nice to have two episodes that were focusing more on Chiana and Zahn. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that said, I know that there are a lot of things that people probably had issues with. So I'm curious to to hear from, from, from your point of view what your thoughts are on it and how other people felt about it. But I, but I really enjoyed it. I was, I, and, and I wasn't on board at first because it was a flashback and I was like, Oh man, like, cause I thought it was going to be like a five minute flashback to explain something. And then I'm like, when is this flashback ending? And it's like, no, the, yeah, it's the whole episode. And so that, that always disorients me as a viewer. But once I got into the flashback, it was great. So well, I will I will explain why they did this whole episode that's nothing but a flashback. Okay. This was supposed to be the first episode of the season, and they were having trouble getting it to work. Basically, the season would have started with us, instead of going immediately back to, you know, Crichton and Dargo and uh, and Aaron, it was we were originally basically going to have an episode where we didn't know what happened. You know, we kind of had the cliffhanger at the end of last episode yeah. with Crichton and Dargo there floating in space and everything. So they were going to do this episode, you know, so which I think would have been made some elements of it more affecting, like her her vision, you know, her whole anxiety yeah. over what happened to them would have would have been, I think, been stronger if we didn't already know that. No, they're all totally fine. You're yeah. worrying over nothing, Zahn. <laughs> okay, but, no, uh, I can see yeah, that. They decided it wasn't a good fit for the uh, for the first episode. Mm. They ended up making what is was really supposed to be the second episode into the first episode, and then they just fitted this into the season later by putting the frame story around it. Okay, I can I so. can. And I can see why they did that, because this would have been a confusing episode, I think, for people, because a second season first episode is also going to be the introductory episode for people that are just getting into the show. Exactly. So I can see that they wouldn't have wanted people to think, because it kind of almost had like a procedural feel to it. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's a court case episode. Yeah. So but what did you what's your feeling on it? Did you like the episode? Do you not like the episode? Um. I, I feel like the element with the lawyers is like you say, it's it's more of kind of a red dwarfy kind of thing. Yep. I mean in that it's not it's not like I don't want comedy in Farscape. I think Farscape when it does if anything, I think it, I, I think these both these episodes were lighter on a lot of comedy than a yeah. lot of the episode my favorite episodes. But 
I feel like it's kind of almost the wrong kind of comedy, like something that's such a straight, straightforward satire of like, oh, it's a planet where everyone's a lawyer. Yeah. It's, it's, it just doesn't feel very Farscape to me. Okay. And, uh, but, but no, it's not a it's not a, a terrible episode. I don't think under the circumstances, and obviously, you know, throwing a whole episode completely out sounds like it would be pretty expensive. Because I mean, it yeah. looks like you know, as far as sets and stuff, they spent as far as Farscape's budget goes a fair amount on it. Because yeah. yeah. you know, if it was going to be their first episode of the season. They'd want it to be a. Uh, you know, somewhat mm. appealing looking episodes. So I think they did have to redeem it in some way, but, uh, but no, it was, I, you know, I thought, I thought the frame story they had worked well and kind of the, the bond between Zahn and Crichton is an important thing yeah. throughout the show. So it, uh, it, it, you know, it served its purpose, I think. Well, and also I guess we should say about the humor, like the premise of the planet is a joke. And when they tell you that you laugh, or if you find it funny, you laugh. But the whole episode is played very straight. So it's not yeah. like it's not like it's presented as comedy. It's presented just, you know, but, you know, as a viewer, I'm supposed to find this funny. Ninety percent of the planet is lawyers. And yeah. and so and, and that uh, kind of goes, I, I think I think with Farscape, a lot of the time it's better when it's a show where the situations are serious, but the characters are finding comedy in the situations yeah. to an extent but, is uh, when the show is at its best. But what made it work for me was sort of the, the emotions of, of Zahn's character in the episode, just sort of like seeing how deeply she was affected by all this stuff was, was a, it kind of gave the episode some heart. And so that's what yeah. allowed the lawyer thing to work so well, because it was balanced with the heart of the, the Zahn storyline. Um, and also I thought that, you know, the, you know, again, court cases in episodes of shows, uh, you know, they, they are what they are. They're, they're generally, uh, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but I, I'm just not a big fan of, of, of court episodes usually, but I like the stuff. I like that they had Chiana and Rigel as the defenders. Do you know what I mean? Because that, that yeah. animated it so much more. If it was, if it was like, um, uh, well, I guess it couldn't have been any other characters because of the premise. But if it was a more serious character in that position, it would have it would have come off as preachy or whatever. But there was an interesting interplay between Rigel and Chiana going on where their character quirks were just making it we're sparking things a little bit more so well yeah having chiana and rigel be the ones finding the truth and, and outing a liar is uh, yeah. is is kind of comedic in itself yeah. given their personalities that they're the uh the, the most dishonest members of the crew well and it was interesting the methods that they employed because chiana employs seduction of one of the witnesses but then she's like exhausted and hung over the next day and rigel gives her the the pills that are supposed to cleanse her system but she takes too many so she's yeah. all amped up and you know uh, and just you know the, the, rigel's use of the whole you know idea of like the the i forget what they called it but like the 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 torch oh. of light or something the uh yeah the i i forget the light of truth maybe yeah i, I don't i think that was it. it i think it was the light of truth something like that you know that was a you know it, that that was fun i enjoyed i enjoyed the way that that played out um mm -hmm. 
I thought some of the stuff with Moya threatening to leave to go after the like I get that 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 was a plot thing going on at the time, but I think they hammered that home a little too much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, um, once again, it's a thing that didn't work in the context of it being a flashback. Yeah. You know, like I said, it's because we know there's no there's no tension for us in the audience because we know Moya didn't leave them and it. Yeah. it it, yeah, it, 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 so that, you know, I mean, it, if, if this actually had been the first episode, then, you know, the first time you watched it, that might be like, ooh, is Moya going to go off? Because, I mean, they've already left half the crew behind. So it's like any, you know, so yeah. many possibilities are on the table at that point. Uh, you know, they, they've been, they've been you know, turning over so many tables at that point in the show that you didn't know what was going to happen. And what, so, what was the name of the planet again? Do, do we remember the name of the planet? Uh, I want to say it's litigation. It was like it was basically like a play on uh, like litigation, right? Yeah, like litiga yeah, or yeah. Litig- I, But I forgot litigaria or something like that. But whatever it was, we'll call it litigaria for the purposes sure. of this. One of the problems that I did have with the episode was in when the flashback starts. She said, "Did they ever tell you what happened on litigaria?" And that sets you up to think something massive, something important happened on Litigaria yeah, that is that is an earth-shattering revelation that is going to change how I view the show. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. instead, we got something that was interesting and 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 weighty. Like you know, she you know there was certainly uh, there were things about Zahn that I didn't understand that I understood after watching that episode. But it wasn't it wasn't like earth-shattering revelations like i was expecting and so i yeah it wasn't it wasn't like the way we weren't yeah yeah it wasn't there was there was a there was a letdown to sort of what they the promise of the episode was 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 about and so so that but but the thing is i forgot about that until i thought about it after watching the episode do you know what i mean like i remember i enjoyed the episode and then like an hour later i'm like wait a second she said like she said all this and like it never really it didn't really build up to anything huge like i thought no. it was going to so um um, so, so I, I would, I would, I would criticize it for that. Um, you know, and, and, and I liked, I don't know. I, I liked the, I liked the look of the planet. Do you know what I mean? It had a, it yeah. had kind of an interesting look. The way that people behaved was interesting. I, I liked some of the details of the culture where like, there was this concept that a lawyer can't deliver a bad faith argument. Like they can't, I forget what the phrasing was, but like they, they can't argue for something that they believe isn't true in the court of law because that would, uh, that they would take the same penalty as the person on the stand. It was gimmicky and, and a bit of a, I don't know. It it, it was obviously done to facilitate plot. Do you know what I mean? But it was kind of a cool detail about the world. Um, uh, if I'm going to criticize the world building, a world with 90% of lawyers and 10% people belonging to a group called the utilities, yeah. I really need to know more about how this society functions to believe that it functions. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, it's well, a it funny... Have to be, it would have to be a very high-tech society, for one. And that yeah. that actually kind of bothered me because it's like they're using this technology trick from Moya to make the make the light of truth uh happen but i'm like you know if this i I just had the feeling it was a very sophisticated uh planet with regards to technology yeah i'm like is no one is everyone just automatically gonna believe this that i don't know yeah like uh, did they have did they have um were the cars hovering in this planet or were they on the ground i couldn't remember 
I have forgotten that detail but, actually. But it, so. but it had a vaguely Blade Runnery type look to it. It did. It, uh, yeah. Well, as, as I said earlier, I mean, I you could tell this was meant to be the season premiere because they did seem to pour a fair amount of budget into it, which is also why they they definitely had to recycle it into a later yeah. episode. So. so I mean, I agree with you. I like the truth of light, but also I have to admit it is one of those plot details that if you think about it for two seconds, you start to say, well, would they really would they really think that would that be such an easy thing to to persuade them over? I um, know it just it just it, it didn't feel clever enough. It felt like the most obvious way to, you know, it's like, yeah, cause, you know, I feel like this episode would be a hundred times better if Chiana and Dargo had come up with some really clever trick at the end that revealed the guy and rather than just going, Hey, their book says they have to believe this torch. Let's use a torch. Yeah. Yeah. They planted that. And then they, it was very obvious how it was put there to be used at the end of the episode. Um, and there probably are much more clever ways to do it. Uh, and especially if you have a character like Rigel, who's going to be, you know, exploiting yeah. whatever legal loophole there's, it would have probably yeah. been more satisfying if if he had found some clause, or if he had, uh, you know, like for example, the whole thing with the um, with the guy's face b- being burnt and the other guy's face not being burnt. That that would that was an interesting detail. Yeah, that I mean, was, that's that was good. Yeah, if they, if it had been something like that, like like an aha type thing then it might have where they introduced some kind of specific detail earlier in the episode that that kind of proves her innocence and rigel reminds people of that detail you know while somebody is on the witness stand for you know that that could have been more effective um but but i still enjoyed it i liked the the theatrics of the thing lighting up and as the guy as the guy was talking i thought that that just looked effective was, to me yeah yeah it was well shot definitely but uh but yeah i i just it just it just wasn't a, a satisfying uh conclusion for me but uh but definitely i thought this was a much better episode than home on the remains uh um, yeah i'd agree with that yeah. i'd agree with and, that. yeah home on the remains just doesn't quite i don't know didn't didn't work for me but uh and also what yeah. was Oh, was the guy's name Ja Ramen? Was that his name, the the lawyer? I can't remember. That sounds right to me. I, yeah. I liked the name. I remember really liking the name. It was like a, <laughs> it was an interesting sounding name. Ja Ramen was, I don't know, just, uh, <laughs> it just really kind of landed well. Uh, and I liked the guy who played her lawyer. I thought he did, he, he was like an interesting character. I felt, I, I just kind of instantly bought him for whatever reason. And he was, yeah. he was likable, but also represented the things about the planet that you were meant to feel were repugnant. So it was, you know what I mean? He kind of had a, um, who's the character? He had a, uh, the obsessive compulsive detective, uh, character, um, Tony Shalhoub, Tony Shalhoub's character. Oh, Monk. Monk. Yeah. Yeah, He kind of reminded me of Monk. Uh, I don't know why. Um, and so, so I liked him, but he was also at times off putting enough that it sort of encapsulated (laughs) the premise. Do you know what I mean? Um, But uh, but yeah no I I again I like I like thought experiment type episodes do you know what I mean like like again my sure. favorite my favorite Star Trek episodes are like there's a planet full of people who do this instead of that do you know what I mean like like <laughs> and this is one of those kinds of episodes so so yeah. so, so I yeah, so I quite no, liked it. it. 
it's 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 not a not a bad and I feel like I feel like this premise would have worked better if they'd known it wasn't going to be the first episode and they hadn't had to frame it as a cashback yeah. as a flashback with all these elements that no longer were were suspenseful. Yeah. I feel like this could have been a better episode if they'd known it was going to be, you know, episode number eight. Well, and also <laughs> I felt that that was the the weakest part of the episode because. By the time I got to this, when they did the flashback, I was struggling to remember exactly what had happened. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. was like, because it was so off of my mind. And, and and it just, like, I was like, okay, I do remember this, but the details are kind of fuzzy now. And I'm supposed to be remembering all these things. And it, it felt like work trying to, try, do you know what I mean? Like, trying to resurrect all these, these details of the end of last season. And I, I feel like that's never a... I feel like when you have a show that's as big as this in scale, not in, I don't know what its audience size is, but big in terms of scale, in terms of story, and you 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 hearken back to something that happened before, I feel like you really kind of got to give people good reminders that they're not, yeah. do you know what I mean? They're not doing all the work because they could have forgotten. And so, you know, not that they need to remind you of these details constantly, just if they're going to make it relevant, it probably needs a little bit of a recap at the beginning of the episode or something so that I'm not so that I just my mind is prepped for it. I don't have this moment of, wait a second, what's going on here? What are they talking about? Like, was this that episode or this episode? Like, you know, that that kind of a thing. So. um so yeah, but 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 yeah, but on the whole, I, I enjoyed it a lot. So, you know, I was I, and I and, I, and again, I liked having Chiana and Zahn be kind of the focus of these two episodes. That worked for me, even though I didn't find the first episode that strong. Yeah. So. Yeah. The, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So, uh, but I, I will be moving on to next week to uh, Out of Their Minds and My Three Crichtons are the, I, uh, the next two. I'm very intrigued by My Three Crichtons. I could imagine <laughs> it going in any number of directions, though. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's a. Also, I have a question, and this is oh, if, sure. if, if you don't know the answer, just say you don't know. The guy who plays Crichton, does he in real life have a Brooklyn accent by any chance or New York or Northeastern accent? No, he's, he's Southern, but he was, he basically went to school like, well, for, you know, basically college and drama school he went to in, in, in Britain. So okay. That's his, okay. That's, that's and his wife is, is British. She like married someone while he was over there. The, so that's his, I mean, I, yeah, I forget where in the South he's from exactly. But, okay. Uh, okay. Cause the reason I ask is cause there was a moment in one of these episodes when Crichton was talking and his accent seemed to shift and I heard, northeastern tones in it and i was like oh i wonder if like he's struggling to maintain like a neutral accent right now and we're hearing what but it sounds like i'm completely wrong so yeah he's from tennessee he's from memphis okay oh that's definitely not the northeast that is that is southern i mean maybe i was hearing tennessee tones and didn't realize it i don't know but i I heard a difference in his accent um but but i could have sworn i was like man he sounds like he's from brooklyn almost like uh, (laughs) but uh yeah but all right so so anyways yeah so we'll be back with out of what is it out of their minds and my three crichtons and uh interestingly enough the person who wrote out of their minds is the same person who wrote uh 
dream a little dream, right? Or is that the director? Let me let's see. If, dir- uh, it's the same said, director. Yeah, Rockney S. O'Bannon is the. Uh, uh, no, yeah, you're looking at the director, not the writer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I, I did notice with Home on the Remains, too, the, if we're talking about writers, the writers for that, I they'd never worked on the show before. And I kind of. I kind of felt that to an extent. Well, actually, they will write more in the future, but uh, okay, no, but, that, yeah. no, that makes sense because, like I said, there was something off about that planet. Maybe that's what. Maybe they were yeah. trying to sort of. This is science fictiony, or this is. Do you know what I mean? Like this, I could sort of see what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah, but I don't know. We'll uh, we'll see what happens, but uh, but yeah. So we've got you know. Um, yeah, I know. That's all I've got to say on those episodes. So, <laughs> All right. All right. So we will be back on and we will talk to you later. <laughs>